that ought to do it. I think that ought to do it. I think it might. I don't know, though. Because it's kind of sketchy. Kind of sketchy. Does it look okay to you? It looks okay to me. It's 8.39 a.m. Saturday, May the 19th, 2018. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane Show. Episode 250, I believe. Oh, my gosh. 250 weeks we've been doing this, Diane. Well, I enjoy I mean, we're just talking. Whether we have a recorder or not. I'm just talking. Just talking. It didn't mean nothing by it. Just talking. So, how you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, me too. Even though we got very little sleep last night. Yeah, well, you know. What we got was good. We got good sleep. It was a uh, restful... uh, I got myself a cup of coffee here and I'm going to take me a sip. Invigorating, delightful, dream-filled... Ah, ham and eggs. Phantasmin. Was it dream-filled? Did you have lots of dreams? I don't know. I assume I did. <laughs> I don't remember nothing, but ain't, don't you, aren't you supposed to dream every night? Uh, you're supposed to. Well, there you go. Well, that's what just they say. I, just because I don't know? remember doesn't mean I didn't do it. How would they know? I don't know how they would know. <laughs> I don't even know who they are. Where do they live? And how do they get all this information about me? That's what I want to know. It's been a hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine, as per usual. Anything happen in your life, Diane? Oh, let's uh, see. Yeah. What what has been happening in our know. lives? Uh-huh. We went to see Paul Simon last oh, night. Oh, yeah, that's why we were up so late. Jeepers, golly. Yeah, it was fabulous. Oh, my gosh. First of all, oh. we must say... Must we? Thank you. Thank you, Tim. Thank Cheers. you, Tim. Cheers. Oh, my gosh. Tim. What a phenomenal experience you gave us, Tim. It was pretty groovy. <clears throat> once in a lifetime. It uh, really was once uh, in a lifetime. Experience. And uh, we made it groovier by, you know, deciding we were going to take the bus down, got on the bus at like 5 o'clock here at the house. It's right across the street. Zip, zap, zowie. And we were <laughs> down at uh, Seattle Center and uh, had a nice uh, little repast there at the at the armory or the center house or uh, whatever the heck they call it these days. And uh, hung around. It was cool. It wasn't like hot and sticky. It was nice and mellow and got into the concert. And we found we, we brought nothing. Brought nothing. No bags. Everything no. that we would need was in our pockets. And uh, so we didn't have to worry about, you know, keeping track of anything. I had my hat, which I... During the concert, I stuffed up my the bottom of my pant leg so I wouldn't lose my hat in the darkness. You know, wouldn't get, you know, kicked under a chair or you know something like that. Get away from me. And uh, there we were in row number six, down on the floor. For some reason, I did not know. Well, I never saw the tickets, so I didn't know it was row six. Well, I've been telling you. I've been saying. Haven't I know, I, but I've I... been saying. I've been saying. <laughs> But does she listen? No. I don't think so. I don't think I could believe it. Yeah. I don't think I could believe that we had <clears throat> that close of seats to yeah. see. Yeah. I mean, that's why Tim, gosh. Unbelievable. What an amazing thing you did for yeah. for for Bill and then by because Bill for me. Yeah. I'm very grateful to be your wife at this moment, yeah. Bill. 
<laughs> well, at every well, moment. Well, the show's but... over now, so you can, you know, <laughs> go back to your usual, you know, disdain and, uh, <laughs> and uh, grudging uh, kind of tolerance, <laughs> as it were, of uh, my presence. Well, as everyone on this show knows, who has ever listened to one of the 249 episodes preceding, Paul Simon is, uh, I don't know, he's... He's a touchstone in both of our lives. Yeah. Yeah, from our earliest childhoods right up to the present day, so... I was going to say he's a hero, he's a, a... he has helped form my thoughts because of songs that I loved by Paul Simon. And I never even tried to get tickets to see any of his tours because I just thought I wouldn't be able to go. You know, I wouldn't be able to afford it and stuff like that. Yeah, but... it's like Paul Simon was always too special to me to want to sit in some nosebleed seat listening to the sound echoing around and all the people around me going crazy and stuff like that. And I just seemed like, you know, it's just, I don't know. Paul's, yeah. Paul's better than that, you know. He deserves better if he's going to be in my life. So a nice six-row seat was uh, pretty much ideal. I can't imagine having gone under any other circumstance. I was thinking that one of the most, and I'm going to get emotional talking about it, because one of the most amazing things for me about that concert was applauding for him. It was like all of the audience was just showing how much they've loved the songs of this man, you know? Yeah. I just, I felt very emotional during a lot of times of the evening and obviously now. Because what a pleasure to be able to be in the presence of someone who has influenced you so greatly. Throughout a lifetime. You know, I've been listening to his songs for... 50 years? It was the longer. first... I, I know that I've said that it was the first album outside of Montavani and the classics that we ever had was Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, and Thyme. So uh, that, you know, it's been... Uh, it's been uh, probably around 45 years that I've been listening to his music and he's so special to me. Yep. And to watch his graciousness in accepting that love when he came out on stage and he performed a song and then he just threw his arms open like he was embracing the audience. I just thought, what a beloved man he is. Anyway, sorry. Got to get my emotions more under control. Now you talk. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it oh. was uh, neat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was good time. Uh, yeah. But was... to have him be presenting his final concert and for you to be able to be there as one of the many members of many audiences to just say, wow. You let the spirit in this world. Good on you. I thought that was a pretty amazing thing. Yep. Pretty nice. Something I will not ever forget. So thank you. And the other musicians, oh my gosh. 
it was just, uh, it's amazing to watch a concert that has so much, uh, so much to watch. You know, there's so many. 15-piece band. 15 people, including Paul. I really loved the the way that they had the, you know, the big screens so that the people in the, in the way up seats could see something. And uh, it was really tastefully and beautifully done, I thought. Yep, it was a good night. Good night. Is that all you're going to say? No, I don't know what else to say that hasn't already oh. been said. I, you know, I think Paul Simon's a, you know, major force in my life, and it was it was good to be able to go and clap hands for him. Well, I thought it was interesting that the way that it. I felt like the the evening was really well designed to have a little bit of everything. I mean, there were the big, full-blown music numbers with flashing lights and lots of action and people up and dancing and, and uh, celebratory mode. And there were thoughtful times where Paul just was playing without any other musicians at the very end, just playing solo and singing. And that was very special to me that they did that. Because the whole time I was thinking, I love this band stuff, but my my first introduction to uh, Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel was just acoustic guitar and not with all the flashy stuff that I also loved. So it was like getting a little bit of all of the things that you love. It was a retrospective of his uh, 50-year career. I was thinking how interesting it is. I was asking you on the way over about uh, how it feels to be a musician, you know, in, and not going for the, the fame necessarily, or not having the fame. We were talking a little bit about fame and musicianship and and I was saying you know it's so interesting that you can have these wonderful huge concerts of someone that has been in your musical head for a long time and then the intimate concerts they that that all my wonderful musician friends form they are an entirely different kind of an experience and a different kind of a nurturing that I really seek out. Mm-hmm. Uh, intimacy and, and feeling like you can talk to the uh, talk to the musician. Because for me, the sense of adoration that I have for someone like Paul Simon, it feels a little, uh, you know, you feel like you're kind of, oh, I wish I could just tell him how much he means to me in that audience but that's one of the things I love about going to intimate concerts is that you can actually tell the musician how much it means to you and it means a lot to them that you say that although I definitely felt like Paul Summit was drinking in all the 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 applause and and he really made you feel embraced last night I thought A very gracious man, and lots of um, gave lots of encores, and um, that was a treat. Real well planned encores, and 
I just felt like, but once again, as in every other concert that setting that I've talked about where we've watched an incredible concert, it's also the feeling of the audience to the audience. There is such a, I, I enjoyed watching people in the crowd, mm-hmm. uh, people dancing. And I just, every now and then I'd just be kind of looking at all the people and uh, the screen behind the concert that was projecting uh the concert out to everyone they sometimes would pan the audience uh and you could i guess you saw us a couple of times i i didn't see but i i love that because i love seeing this way these this ocean of faces that were all enjoying the show and and just smiling i would be looking at all the the people in the audience and just seeing the joy on their faces it was incredible I was thinking those times really make you feel because you don't know any of those people except you know we did know Mike Buckman yeah (laughs) Mike was there and Mark Kenny was there and Sarah Depp was there and so we did have we did have friends in the audience but and I didn't get any and I didn't get even one good picture because I don't have a good camera and they, the light is so bright that you can't get focus. And if you get focus, all you see is a big white blob. Yeah. White blob. So we went and saw a white blob last night, but it was, you know. Well, I, but, but the photos are just like, I was really there. Well, if people didn't believe that you were really there, then tough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel like they'll do a, they'll do a video of this concert, I'm sure. And, and we will purchase that. Yeah. But it was funny, too, because we were sitting in uh, wait for the concert to begin. And all of a sudden we hear this, Bill! <laughs> then again, Bill! And I, I think you said, somebody's calling for a bill, you know? And it was like, Bill Davy. But <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh! oh. <laughs> it's that Bill! <laughs> and we turned around and saw Mike Beckman. Yeah. I guess Mike's. I guess Martha surprised Mike like an hour before showtime with the tickets. So that was cool. That was a nice early birthday present for Mike. Anyway, it was a good night. It was a. It was a. It was. It was just good. It was felt. It was resonant. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I mean, it was excellent. It was. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want from me? It didn't change my life because Paul Simon changed my life. You know, fifty years ago. So. But it was nice a to see A continuation of the change of life. Yes. Yeah. It was a good, uh, gratifying, wonderful, nice... Pardon me, I'm going to have another drink of coffee. Pleasant. Uh, <laughs> exuberant. You boy. You know. That's good coffee. I was bouncing up and down, you know. <laughs> People don't flick their bics anymore. They turn on their flashlights on their cameras, which is, you know, I guess that's okay. Consumed less oxygen, I guess. Probably. I actually kind of liked it. Yeah, it was cool. It looked like stars. Yeah. In the... yeah. Well, I just feel like I'm sitting here over-exuding, and you're kind of, yes, it was nice. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was great. It was everything I would, I would have hoped for, then some. So, you know. Good Another gig, Paul. amazing memory to tuck into yeah. our memory banks. There you go. But other stuff happened, right? Let's see. So last weekend we went down to Portland. Yeah. 
saw my mom, and that was... Uh, that was just last week? Yeah. No. Couldn't have been. Could have been. It was. <laughs> yep, that was last week. She was having a great day, and that was really wonderful to see her. We went and sat outside in her little porch uh, area in the home that she stays in. and It's a big porch area. Yeah, it was a beautiful sunny day, but not overly heated. And and uh, Judith, uh, the wonderful caregiver, brought out some watermelon Perrier, and, and I was cutting up the watermelon into smaller cubes and feeding it to my mom, which was, you know, really shows the full circle that things go around, you know, the mm-hmm. thinking of her cutting up things for me and feeding me. And, and uh, for Mother's Day, I've been trying to think of something to get her and was having a really hard time thinking of uh, what I wanted to do because... She doesn't have a lot of room, and uh, I didn't want to get her flowers because it just takes up space, and they don't last very long, and I can't get her candies anymore. I can't, you know, there's so much that you can't get. So I thought about a kaleidoscope, and I, I have this beautiful kaleidoscope made with a wooden, uh, tube and real glass and real crystals in the glass and my mom has been really into colors recently and she talks about colors a lot and I was thinking about how much color means to me that's why I love kaleidoscopes that's why I love collaging with lots of brilliant colors of stained glass hues Mm -hmm. and uh, so that's what uh, we gave her for Mother's Day, and I do think she really loved it. Yeah. I don't know whether she'll continue to look at it as much without us, but I was thinking it could also serve as something for uh, for her to show other people and talk about the colors, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice kaleidoscope. And then after that, after we visited her, we went and visited with your mom and sis and Milt in Tacoma. On the way home. On the way home. Stopped at Bendu's, which is a restaurant there on 6th Avenue that we've been going to since my sister and I were little kids. And uh, had a nice meal with Mom and Milton Mug and celebrated Mother's Day with them. It was very nice. And then we came back here. And then Mother's Day, we just basically were just kind of comatose. Right? Yes, we I mean, weren't comatose. Not, we, weren't, well, we weren't comatose, but we were quiet, and it was a quiet day. Well, because we had been driving. Not a lot going on. Yeah, a we'd lot. Been, we'd been driving. We were one day back from, we had one day between driving back from La Push and going down to, to Portland, so it was good. It was yeah, good May is often a very action-packed month, because we are, I don't know. You always seem to have an act of May. Thrills and chills, Diane. Thrills, Thrills and, chills, and chills, but, man, I had been looking. It's sort of like all these events, <laughs> going to La Push for four nights, rather, you know, that was something I'd been looking forward to, and then this Paul Simon concert I'd been looking forward to. And when when these events came 
to be. It was sort of like they snuck up and they were just like, hi, here yeah. I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Today's the day for that. Oh, hi. Oh. <laughs> wow. yeah. But that's good that life happens that way. Yeah. It's nice. It was nice. But I was glad that, you know, last night went by and nothing unpleasant went, went on, didn't have any mishaps, didn't lose anything, didn't, you know. We didn't have a lot to lose. Yeah. I thought we planned it out well and executed our plan effectively. And for where we're able to get maximum pleasure from the experience. So, I don't know. I mean, uh, it, it'll take me, uh, you know, ask me next Saturday what I think about the Paul Simon concert, you know. I mean, That's geez, true. Give a things, guy a minute to process the information. For, you always have a tendency to process things. Uh, you know. For me, I'm just kind of blurting out my blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I mean, you know? I mean, a lot of what seeing uh, Paul Simon was like for me was kind of, you know, kind of like that getting old thing. You know? It's like this is his last tour, and yeah, he, he looked old. He looked old. But he was having a great time. And it was, it was great watching him still enjoy himself. And, and Well, that's why I was saying to... It was wonderful to watch him drink in the energy of the audience and not shy away from it. I think that he, there's a point of your life that I think you are more at ease with accepting compliments and, you know, just thinking, yeah, I lived, lived my life well. Yeah. So I wonder what music we should play, Diana. <laughs> uh, hmm. I wanted to play a couple that he didn't do last night. We could do some that he did, but I like there was a couple that I figured he probably wouldn't do, uh, but a couple of my favorites. Glad to have been alive for the last week. <laughs> Me too.
From my driving, I stopped to rest for a while. I sat down at a truck stop. I was thinking about my past. I've had long, speaking about bad luck, but I'm praying it's gonna hold it last. Gonna hold it last. Gonna last. Gonna last. Gonna last. I've had long, speaking about bad. Somebody will come and lift you high. 